Honda UASA Racing Podcast. For official news and exclusive content, follow us on Twitter at Honda Racing BTCC and on Facebook at Honda UASA Racing. and welcome to another Honda UASA racing podcast. This weekend we're at Donington Park. Race one is underway. Jason Plato started on pole. Gordon Shedden in second. Sam Tordoff in third. Colin Turkington fourth on the grid. Fifth was Aaron Smith and sixth the veteran Alan Menu. But of course to get on the grid you need to qualify and yesterday afternoon I caught up with both Matt and Flash to get their reaction on an afternoon of qualifying here at Donington Park. I'm almost where I wanted to be on times but not on the grid, you know, nine, P9. Um, well, these flashes up there in, on the front row in second, so that's a positive. You know, we're, we're posting such quick times that we did in the hatch last year already, and um, it's just so close out there, so it's, it's really, really competitive. Gordon, we just finished qualifying here at Donington Park. You're second on the grid going into race one, carrying 18 kilos of extra weight. But you've got to be happy with this afternoon. Yeah, uh, disappointed and happy, to be fair. I think, uh, you know, disappointed not to be in pole position. I was on pole here last year, and I've gone half a second quicker uh, than I did last year. And I'm still not on pole. That's a little bit disappointing. However, we've made you know made another step with the Civic Tourer, and it's the you know, the first time ever that a Tourer ever qualified in the front row of a touring car grid. So you know, yet again, we've made a bit of history, and the, and the next goal is to try and get its first win. Still to come on the podcast, a new feature called A Different Corner, where I speak to both Matt and Flash about their favourite corners, not only here at Donington Park, but then throughout the rest of the season. Also, I'll be introducing the NGTCF to you on the podcast. That's still to come. But for now, a chat with team manager Pete Crawler on the podcast a few weeks ago at Brands Hatch. We caught up with Pete just to chat a little bit about what goes on in the Honda UASA racing garage and some of the rules and regulations that affect the team as a whole. So, Pete, the rules and regs surrounding weight penalties. Now, this, this gets banded about 45 kilos, then down in nine kilo in increments. Talk us through that. Why is that in place and how does that affect you and, and how does it work? Okay, well, basically, every, every car on the grid has got to work to a 1280 kilo minimum weight. What you then find going into each race meeting and after race one and two of each race meeting is that there's a certain amount of ballast weight added to each car. And the idea behind it is that it, it evens up the field using the weight as a bit of a a penalisation system and uh, and tries to bring uh, bring all the drivers a little bit closer and keep everybody on the toes. And it's a penalisation based on success, isn't it? So, for example, if you're top of the driver's standings, you then go into the following race with the top 45 kilo weight, which is quite literally lead in the car, I've heard. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, it goes down in, in nine kilo increments from 45 down to zero. Um, so going into a race meeting, the guy that's leading the championship will carry 45 kilos of lead ballast in a small black ballast box just at the side of the driver's seat. Following that, the guy that's in second position will carry 36 kilos and so on and so forth. If you're outside the top five in championship positions, then you carry zero ballast weight going into it. And the scale is 45, down to 36, down to 27, 18 and 9. That's right, your nine times table is <laughs> impeccable. 
OK, Pete, tyre options. Last season, the soft tyre was introduced. Now, I believe it, the soft tyre will be used at every circuit except Thruxton. But again, just talk us through what's been renewed for, for this season regarding tyres. OK, basically, yeah, there's a, there's a soft tyre option, an option uh, option tyre, as we refer to it, which is the uh, same construction as the standard compound, but a, a softer a compound. The teams have got to work with that in the way that you have to run it in one of the three races. It's nominated before qualifying which race you will run it in. And other than that one race, all you can do is scrub it in in uh, free practice. And after that, it's just got to be bolted on the car for that, uh, that designated race. So we have to give a, a form to our championship coordinator and then it's logged and that's it. You sort of signed and sealed into, into the race that you're going to run that soft tyre. OK, and finally, just before we let you get back to your busy position, Donington as a circuit, does that suit the Honda Uasa racing team? Yeah, it does. I mean, coming here with the Civic Tourer for the first time after our pre-season testing, this is somewhere where we think the the makeup of this car is, is going to be a little bit better suited than we were at Brands. You know, Brands is short, tight and twisty, whereas this has got some long, fast corners. And we think that's going to suit the, the Tourer as it did with the hatchback, really, but probably lending itself a little bit more to the, the weight distribution on the Tourer and the, the Aero. I think Donington's somewhere that Matt and Gordon know very well, and uh, it's somewhere that we've been pretty happy that it's uh, fairly well suited to this car. Well, Pete, good luck for tomorrow, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Cheers, Robbie. Thanks. This is the Honda Uasa Racing Podcast for the 2014 season. My name is Rory McAllister. Thank you very much for taking the time to download and listen to the podcast. Now then, for a new feature throughout the rest of the season called A Different Corner. Essentially, I talk to Matt and Flash about each circuit as we go through the season, their favourite corners and why, just to get an insightful look into what it's like as a racing driver around the track. Donington Park's a pretty special place for me. It's where I had my very first win in British Touring Cars. Favourite corners is a good one, but um, there's some real challenges here. You know, we've got craner curbs, flat out, sixth gear down the hill, heart in your mouth job. But I think my favourite is when we climb the, the long hill up the other side is McLean's. It's a 90 degree right at the top of the hill. For me, it's a great overtaking point because no matter how tight they try and keep the car, I always seem to be able to find space for a, for a Civic down the inside. And it's been a good hunting ground for me at that, up there. So what sort of speed are you doing as well when you come up to McLean's? Coming up the hill, we're, we're probably just over 130, 35 mile an hour. And then it's, it's down hard, depending on how, how degraded your tyres are, fourth stroke, third gear. So we're, we're, we're scrubbing up a, a, a fair bit of speed very quickly. And um, you really got to hook, hook the inside round. There's some dirt on the inside and you get, get really tight. And then there's a nice big banked kerb on the exit to catch you. <laughs> For me, it's the craner curves. You know, it's the fastest corner, I guess, effectively in UK motorsport in terms of how much you got to hang on. And it's absolutely on the edge whether you can go flat or whether you've got to have a lift. And it kind of depends on how much your bum twitches in the seat as to whether you can force your right leg to stay flat. But it's, it's a great feeling when the car, you know, compresses on the way through. And if you get it right, it's fantastic. And if, and if you get it wrong, it's proper, uh, proper heart in the mouth stuff. Now, having the privilege just to get to know you over the last couple of seasons, my bet would be that Gordon Flash Shedden goes at it as hard as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tend to try and keep it fully lit. And, uh, and it works for me. Matt doesn't like doing it, and he doesn't actually lose any lap time from not doing it. But for me, it keeps my car more settled. So... I don't know whether it's psychological or not, but it's uh, regardless, it's a fantastic corner. And what sort of speed are you doing then when you go into Craner then? Uh, I mean, it's flat out in sixth gear, so I mean, we'll touch the limiter just on the exit of the corner, so... Quick. Yeah, yeah very quick. <laughs> 
It's Easter Sunday here at Donington Park in the second weekend of the 2014 British Touring Car Championship season. And now to introduce you to the NGTCF, the Next Generation Touring Car Fan, who at 15 years old is one of the youngest VIP visitors we've had here at the British Touring Car Championships. Let me introduce you to 15-year-old Michael. I love watching racing. Um... I like a lot, of, like, a lot of sports with, to do with motors, really. Are you friends into the British Touring Cars as well? A few of them are. A few of them are a bit jealous that I'm here today with all the tickets and stuff. But do they ask you for tickets? Yeah, they do. I said I'll, I'll try and bring one of them along sometime, but there's so many that want to come watch it and enjoy it over the weekends. And what's your favourite circuit of the season? I say Silverstone. I, I do like Silverstone. I like the track. It's a really nice track. Um, but Donington's quite good as well. Well, obviously that's why I'm here, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's a good, good circuit. There's a future in this for you, you know, plugging the right things and saying the right things as well. He hasn't been paid, folks. He hasn't been paid. Are there any other sports then that interest you, or is it just motor racing? Uh, well, my dad, um, he's a t professional tennis coach, so uh, I do play a little bit of tennis in my spare time, and I also play a bit of golf. So, just mainly two sports that I mainly play. Cool, so you are out there doing stuff. Yeah, I'm always out, out and about on the golf course and stuff. So. And have you been told? I mean, you're 15, so you're you know motoring towards perhaps the, the time whenever, if you were going to take up something like this seriously, you know, you'd have to pick one. So if you had to pick one, which is it going to be? I'll probably say uh, tennis more likely because uh, I've got a better background there and I'm probably slightly better at that than golf. But it's hard decision to make really. But. I'd rather go with that tennis side, to be honest. Well, being surrounded by people as successful as Matt Neal, that, that's a good start as well. Yeah, well, it's, it's good influence. Like, it shows like what sort of person you can be around like, that's won so many titles in this like, industry. It's, uh, it's nice to be around those sort of people. So our drivers, Matt and Flash, what is it you like about, about the drivers in particular? Well, I like how they, uh, they've both got like a good chemistry together, a good off the, off the track as well. Like, I've been out with them a few times like to different places, different restaurants and stuff, and they're really like good characters. And so you've had an insight into what they're like off the track, as it were? Yeah, social, yeah. They're, they're really nice people, two really nice, good guys. And obviously it shows with all their titles they've won and got a good team behind them as well. And of all the sports you've mentioned, this is what keeps it going, isn't it? It's, uh, it's generations of fans constantly moving through and enjoying the sport for what it is. Yeah, well, the fans are the main influence on sports anyway, in many sports. So That's so true, yeah. yeah I've seen many young like, kids here today, loads of ages just here that are just having fun and like going around and just getting signatures and it's more open than many sports today. So you definitely recommend the British Touring Car Championships as a weekend to come out and spend your time and come to one of the circuits and, and, and as you say try and hunt down the drivers and get their autographs. Yeah definitely it's definitely a, a good thing to come and see because with this it's more like all close together in a close environment which is really good. I suppose it just leaves me now to say that you are the NGTCF, you are the next generation touring car fan. Well yeah I guess I am. Well, Michael, it's been great talking to you. Thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us. And you can tell all of your mates to download the podcast. Yeah, they probably will, yeah. <laughs> probably? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you said to me yesterday during free practice that you were trying out different things with tyres. You weren't sure of the weather today. Uh, race one and two didn't quite go your way, but race three, third on the podium and flash wins. Um, I mean, race three made... After race two, I was thinking I just wanted to go home, really. <laughs> I wanted the end, weekend to end, but... Race three was fantastic. Of course I wanted to win, but just to spectate that last lap, 
you know, with Flash and uh, the way he was just on fire in his last move, you know, through the chicane, that was fantastic. It was golden. And we've got our first, we've broken the duck with the, with the, with the Tourer, with the new car. So, and not just that, we've got a double podium on the, on the sweep. So, yeah, really, really chuffed. Flash, you said to me yesterday that one of your targets for the weekend was to, to win a race in a Tourer. You've done it. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that one, though, to be perfectly honest. You know, seven laps from home, or what was it? Five laps from home, and I was six seconds behind. You know, and it was, you know, the, the car was just insane on those soft tyres. It came alive, and I was saying to Colin in the buggy on the way down, you know, his car wasn't pointing straight for any of the last three laps, and it is like a switch in these soft tyres. When they go, you got no performance, and mine just kept on going. I mean, it was incredible, the performance advantage we had, you know, last kind of six laps. Yeah, checker flag first. But it's history, isn't it? You know, it's the first time a Tourer on a state car has ever won a race and what a race to win. You know, certainly, certainly wasn't inherited that one. I had to work super hard for that one. Well, well done, Flash. Cheers. Thank you. The Honda Uasa Racing Podcast. Without racing, there's no Honda.